Hello and merry me everyone. It is that time again. Yes, it is time for a celestial update. I am your host, Serona Rose, and we have a lot to talk about. April is a very special month. Very special indeed because we begin it with a new moon and we end in a new moon. So we're beginning it with a new moon in Aries and then we will end on the 30th of the month with a new moon in Taurus. This is what is referred to as a black moon. We are officially in eclipse season. Our first eclipse this year will be at the end of this month. On the same day as our uh, new moon, we will be having a solar eclipse. Remember, solar eclipses are like catalysts. Uh, they can be a tool to help us align with our higher purpose, allowing us to detox and release those things that hold us back and block our energy, you know, help us clear the road to go forward and go into the next phase. This is about change. It is a death and a rebirth. A lot of people are afraid of change, but it's so needed in our world because our world is constantly in change. If you look at the seasons in our world, you'll see how they change. And here lately, we've been having all four seasons in one day for many people. So this is a lot of, of movement that is happening. And this can be echoed out. This is endings and closings and openings and new possibilities. So this is really going to set the stage for the rest of the year. I'll cover more about that when we get closer to that. I just wanted to give you a heads up to let you know we are in that energy. We began the month with a new moon in Aries on the 1st, and that is the I am. That is about focus, but it's fresh energy. And it did feel a little soft at first because we still had a lot of Pisces energy going on, but that was a wonderful burst of energy that helps us move forward. This month, we've got several things going on. Uh, one that is happening tomorrow, but I do want to remind you, uh, we had that Mars and Saturn conjunction at the beginning of the month as well. It was militant type energy, and it was the type of energy that really wanted to control. So, you know, we are seeing some of that already playing out in our world. Now, let's talk about what's coming up tomorrow. Tomorrow, we are having the Jupiter and Neptune conjunction in Pisces. And this is about infinite possibilities. This is an unbound sense of self. And it goes wonderful with the full, with the uh, new moon that we had at the beginning of the month in Aries, the I am. So this is, this is a wonderful, wonderful energy to kind of uplift that. Now, there's one thing I want to mention here. This is like a once-in-a-lifetime kind of thing, Jupiter and Neptune. This only happens every 166 years. So this is a very special occasion. This is one that 
we really need to tap into this energy and really bring it into our world. Because Pisces is very spiritual. It's like Nirvana energy. And that very much um, is, is needed in our world right now. I do want to add here that Neptune and Pisces, it brings a lot of uh, toxicity in water. An increase in psychosis and delusions and I covered that in my last recording and I do want to really emphasize that because Neptune has been in Pisces for a while and this is the energy that we have um, that has been out there and our outer planets are considered like our outer world and what happens is that energy kind of seeps into to us right and we can see this in our physical world how the psychosis and um the different chaotic problems that are happening in our world we're seeing a lot of people have a lot of mental problems right now. And especially when we had the lockdowns, that did not help people who had depression or other, you know, mental kind of illnesses that was did put a big detriment on our world. Suicides were heightened at that time. I do not have that number offhand, but I was reading that. I was reading about how all these different things, just, you know, mentals, mental issues, suicide, it happened a lot. And then when we went from the virus going into the vaccine, we also see that again because you have families being split apart. You have friends being split apart. This brings us to Pisces again because Pisces wants us to release things that hold us back, that keep us from going forward. Now, am I saying that um, those people were toxic and they needed to be out of your life? Well, yes and no. Because we feel, I feel, most people feel that love should be unconditional. It should not be so mundane and just completely so shallow. Love should be deep. It should be something that lasts for a long time. And people that claim to love you should accept you for who you are. So we're seeing a lot of those issues come out. And this is with the moon that we had, with all of that stuff going on, This that added that sensational type of energy. Now we're looking at our spiritual future. And many of us are. We're coming to that place. And I do believe that for some people, the lockdown gave them a moment to disconnect from the outer world and to do some reflection, to do some looking within. I know a lot of people that was a great time for people to get on their spiritual path, to look at, you know, what they're wanting to do with their life. They started a new business, etc. So, yeah, that was a wonderful time. And Jupiter and Neptune is really going to add to that energy of bringing our creations into, um, or I should say, our manifestation into physical creation. Aries lights us up. Um, it's igniting. We could possibly, 
you know, experience a lot of uh, inspiration during the rest of Aries season. Jupiter and Neptune are very strong in Pisces because before our outer planets were known, Jupiter was the ruler of Pisces. And Jupiter is going to be in Pisces until April the 21st of 2023. Again, Jupiter is very comfortable here. I'm sure you remember me saying that when Jupiter enters a sign, whatever sign it's in, it's going to expand. It's very expansive. And in Pisces, he's very powerful here. What we got to look at is Pisces is a water sign. So we can expect a lot of rain. We can expect a lot of water. And what does water represent? Well, again, rain, flooding, um, emotions, things like that. And we have several planets that are still in Pisces. We have Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Neptune that are all still in Pisces. That is a lot, lot of water energy, a lot of emotional energy. And it will going to be an emotional time. You know, we are in these, these beginning stages of change. And, you know, no one said it's going to be rough. It's going to be rocky. But it's really important about where we keep our focus and our thoughts. I, I said in the beginning that April is a special month. Yes, it's because it has two new moons. It's beginning of the eclipse season. There's many aspects that are happening that are very complementary. All the planets are going forward. This full moon coming up on the 16th is the last full moon before the eclipse season. So this full moon is also going to be a catalyst of change. And this is about wanting a harmonious um, a new beginning, a new start at something, wanting harmony in your life. Uh, Pisces, again, Pisces wants you to let go. It wants you to detox, clearing out the blockages that are keeping us back and making those harmonious changes in order to put us on that path that we want to be on. Now, the pink full moon, which is what April's full moon is called, will be on April the 16th at 2.55 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, if you are not living in Eastern Time Zone, you will have to adjust for your time zone. This is trusting. This full moon is going to be about entrusting. It's going to be about trusting in yourself. Now, many of our full moons, especially here in the United States and the ones that have been shared within the Farmer's Almanac, and I think they started sharing the names of the Native American full moons around 1930. I think that's when they started sharing that. There were many different tribes, and these different tribes had different names for the moon, and it really just depended on where you were located at. Other names for the April full moon is Sprouting Grass Moon, Egg Moon, and those that were around the coastal areas, the Fish Moon. Now, you can go check out the Farmer's Almanac for more information on that. It's very interesting. They have some wonderful stories in there, so I do encourage you uh, to get these almanacs and read them. You will find out a lot of information. Now, one thing I want to talk about as well is that after the full moon, the day after 
on the 17th of April is the Christian holiday of Easter. And Easter is about resurrection and new beginnings. It's the death of the old and a rebirth of the new spiritual self, the Christed self. And this is offering us some really important energy as we are going into this eclipse season. Well, we are energetically there already. We're already starting to feel the pull of this eclipse season. We are going from one state of being to another. And the way that I see and the way that I'm feeling is that through this process, we have really been shown what we do not want. And unfortunately, it does take a crisis in order for us to change. It takes something strong to push us out of our comfort zones. Uh, face it, we can be lazy as humans. We like our comfort. We like our comfortable couches and beds, and we like our food that we like. We have, in essence, become very spoiled. I mean, considering how our grandparents were raised and, you know, what they did. I remember my grandmother telling me how she had to go and get water out of the well when she was nine months pregnant. Can you imagine? We are going into a, a shift, an energetic shift of one of saying it's time to evolve. It's time to grow. This is about emotional uh, maturity as well as spiritual maturity. All of these planets have been right there helping us along the way. And it's really telling us that it's time to make these decisions. It's time to see bigger pictures and it's time to look past the illusions that we're being fed. It's time to let that old established way go. Now the moon in Libra is opposite the sun in Aries and that happens on every full moon. So of course the moon is, is at its heightened state so emotions are bound to be high. But in Libra, this is going to be more about peace and harmony. Libra, remember, is the scales. So it wants to weigh all of its options out and it wants to go in the way that is more harmonious for everyone. You see, Libra is looking for the harmonious synergy between extremes. So you have this over here, you have this, these people over here to the left, you have these people over here to the right. It's time to find the middle. It's time to find harmony. That is not how civilizations can exist, is in extremities. We cannot be extreme. But you know what? The Aries sun reminds us that inner harmony is what comes first. Because if we cannot have harmony within us, we cannot have it outside of us. Remember, as within, so without. As above, so below. There's a lot of people suffering within from the trauma that has been happening to us. Trauma is very important to heal within us for many, many reasons. In order for us to go forward, period, we have to heal that trauma. And for the past several years, trauma has been uh, force-fed to us in many different ways by establishments, old establishments, I may add, that try to bend and sway narratives and 
in different ways. This is part of the illusion. This is a part of that having to look deeper, deeper. If you will listen to these astrology messages that I give, you will see this unfolding and how all of this has been unfolding. So get back to trauma. Trauma is very is very harsh on the body. Trauma can make people forget things. It can it can cause you to do many things that you wouldn't even think you could be possibly, you know, you could possibly do, right? And for several years we've been bombarded by this trauma and this can touch on the inner child with many people. So we look at the people that are acting out and and in violence and things like that, we can see how maybe they have been triggered in some way. And they might not, may not even be aware of this. You can be triggered by things and not really be aware that you are, are being triggered. You know, when you're triggered, this anger comes out, this anger that people have. But we have to really search for where does that anger come from? Where does the imbalance come from? And for the full moon, this is really going to be focusing on this, this balance, this balance within. If we can't have this harmony within us, it's not going to be outside of us. So we had that new moon in the beginning of our month that offered us a time of reflection. And it says, you know, who are you? Who are you really? Are you, are you a pawn? Are you a manifester of your life? Are you a sheep? What are you? And now we are at this heightened state and it's time. It's time to find that harmony. And, and how does one do that? How, how does one go about even discovering, even beginning? Well, I would suggest meditation. I know that you've heard that and it sounds so cliche. Oh, meditate, meditate, meditate. And you're like, I can't even, I can't even think straight half the time. How can I meditate? Well, one step at a time. That's how you meditate. Nobody begins as a pro. One of the things that I was taught to do was when your mind is racing, just concentrate on your breathing. Breathe in. You can start out for five. Breathe in for five and out for five. And count it. Concentrate on it. Feel how the, the oxygen feels coming in through your nose, down your throat, feeling your lungs, and then as you exhale, just release all of that. So you're, that's nice and releasing. And that is one thing that you can do to begin your meditation. And then, then start asking yourself, why, why am I angry? Why, where does this imbalance come from? And then listen to your body. Listen. Yeah, you have to um, get still. You have to get in a place that you're not going to be disturbed. You're going to be able to sit with yourself. This is really necessary in our lives. Reflection is one of these things that, oh my goodness, it can give you a mountain of wealth. A mountain. Because it helps you tune in to you. When you're able to tune into you and when you're able to listen 
to your, to your inner voice and to your truth, you will not be able to be swayed. You know, it's about growing those roots really strong, right? And this is where you start. There's a lot of people who have no idea where to start. And I just offered you a very simple first step. Just concentrate on your breathing. Ask yourself, where is the imbalance within me? And listen, just listen. We're taught too much. We are totally too loud. We need to listen to people. So another thing is that you really need to be honest with yourself. To thine own self be true. On the top of the temple of Delphi, know thyself. Know thyself. We have many people that are getting into or stepping up into the spiritual world. Many that come from Christian backgrounds, many that come from no religious backgrounds, and they get really confused and they get disheartened by things and they just sort of get lost because those other ways didn't offer what this path offers. It doesn't, you are depending upon yourself to save you. So in order to do that, you have to know thyself. You cannot do anything in your best interest that is in alignment with you if you do not know who you are. And that takes you being honest with you, being raw with you. Now, I want to go back to Jupiter and Pisces a little bit because this is, this energy is, you know, like I said, it's really special. We have Saturn that's finishing up in Aquarius. We have Mars going on. Um, we have Jupiter and Pisces. And the movement that we're having here, Jupiter is moving through Pisces as all of these planets are moving. Our goal here is to grow through these changes so we can better trust in ourselves so we can listen to our intuition we have to grow we have to get past that older way and realize that we have to look at newer ways and better ways we need to look at how well how well we are operating in the world we do it is easy for the mind to really just ignore the intuition. But how does that work for us when we don't? I'll, I will share with you my experience of not listening to my intuition. I was taking a break one day. At this time, I was working in hospitality and I was so busy all the time. I mean, I worked all the time. And I took some time because I had to run to the store. I had to go get some food for my family, that sort of thing. And on my way home, it was right as right as school was letting out. There was school buses out, all that kind of thing. I had this message to, you need to go the shortcut. You need to go the shortcut. And I figured, you know, no, I'll just go the way I always go. And I did. And as I was sitting there, I was stopped. I was behind a school bus and uh, there was a car behind it. And I remember the van, a van being in front of me. But as I'm sitting there stopped at this stop sign, everybody is stopped at a dead still. This truck comes out of nowhere and rear ends me. So there you go. I didn't listen. Had I listened, I might have avoided that whole, whole incident. So this is why 
I feel that is important for us to really listen to our intuition. And in order to really listen to that, we have to know thyself. We have to get personal with ourselves. And we have to allow that changing to happen so we can allow the integration within. And I feel really this is the full moon's message is about integrating that higher self. It's stepping up just as Jesus became the Christed one. You know, Christ is, is enlightenment, is enlightenment. It is time for us to leave behind the old and to step up into the new, into the better. And I will say this is a very spiritual energy. Allow the intuition to be expressed and to trust it. Because the more that we are listening and that we are trusting, the better it gets. I really feel a lot of, of divine feminine energy through this month. And even though the sun is in Mars, I'm really feeling uh, the divine feminine. Are you? I'd like to hear your feedback on that. Are you feeling divine feminine energy? And if so, which archetype are you feeling? And sometimes these things that we're going through, maybe we get triggered on something. Maybe something, it will, you know, remind us of a time that's that we don't quite remember, but we know that we have hesitance with it. Some of these things could be from past lives. A lot of people do not realize that, you know, when they come into this life, they can carry some of that baggage from your past life with you. Some of those things that you may not have been able to fully express. Maybe that's coming up in for you now in this life. Pay attention to what you're being drawn to. Are you being pulled to a certain thing? Pay attention to this. Um, pay attention to your emotions as well. This is, you know, this is one of those things where you just have to tap into you. Nobody's going to be able to tell you. You're going to have to tap into you. With all of these planets and Pisces and the, the eclipses, this is going to be a really big time of ending soul contracts as well. Again, Pisces wants us to detox. And um, yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. So I do want to remind you all about the Lyrid Meteor Shower. The height will be from April the 22nd, April the 23rd. You probably want to look that up and check it out. See if it's going to be visible where you are. Yesterday, on April the 10th, Mercury moved into the earthy sign of Taurus, and then on the 14th, which is this Thursday, Mars will be moving into Pisces, which is not a strong sign for him. Then the 16th will be our full moon. Then we will have the Christian holiday of Easter on the 17th. Then on the 19th, the sun will move in Taurus. So yeah, we've got a lot of movement happening. We've got a lot of changing, changing. This is, this is crazy. So when Mercury is in Taurus, this energy is the love of money. Okay. They, this, this type of energy is about loving the finer things in life. And it's a highly focused energy, especially with communication. It is a productive energy. 
And this sign has a high appreciation of the finer things in life. And it is about what works, not what might work, but what works. It wants no questions asked. Is this, is this durable? Then this is what we're going to do. It wants a foundation of experience. And this is slow and steady energy, uh, paying attention to details, uh, as well as protecting your possessions. Because remember, you are the one that works hard for what you get. You are out there working hard, doing what you, you know, hustling, doing what you need to do, making that money and, you know, purchasing the house, the car, whatever you need to do, buying the kids this, that, paying for your rent pay or your mortgage, paying for your electricity, you know, those things. You work hard for what you get. And this is reminding you that, hey, hey acknowledge this. Be proud of that. Protect your possessions. This could also be a very sensitive time. This is a very artistic energy. It's creative. So, and it's one that wants to consider all options. Mercury and Taurus is very serious energy here. So, you know, you might want to lighten up a little bit here and there. Don't always be so um, business oriented, especially in communications. Remember the, the beautifulness of, of communication, of getting to know people and speaking with people. Also is as focused as this energy is, this could definitely be a time of overdoing it. So watch out for that. I'm going to end it there because that is a week out on the 19th. We're going to have another energy shift. We are going from the sign of Aries, that is a fire sign, into the sign of Taurus, that is an earth sign. So very, very interesting future ahead of us. Remember to take the reins, take control, do your self-reflection, do this for yourself, take care of you, your body is your temple, take care of you, get that self-care, how we listen to ourselves as we get quiet, and getting quiet is so important, it's so, so important, so I will leave you with that, Please stay tuned. Um, I will try to put the tarot reading up on here. I don't know. I've been having trouble uh, getting it to load on here because it is a YouTube video and somehow, some way, I don't know. We'll see what we can do with that. Um, my YouTube channel, you can go over to Dragon Rose Creations on YouTube and you can check out all of my tarot readings over there. All right, guys, I hope you have a wonderful week ahead, and I wish you all many blessings. Merry part till we merry meet again.